Hello and welcome back to Level Up with Lorraine. In my last episode, I introduced the topic of narcissism and we covered the signs and symptoms thereof. In today's episode, we will be talking about how to deal with a narcissist. How do you protect yourself against narcissists? Now, this is not easy to do, right? And the reason I guess I decided to talk about this topic and to share with you guys is because I've been through it myself, either with a very close uh, relative, that means you can't get rid of that person, they're in your life, or with a boss, and that means I have to go to work and I can't necessarily just up and leave. And so you need to find techniques and ways to deal with that person. For some people, it could be a lover or a spouse. And so someone you actually live with or have children with or have built a family with. Um, And so, again, it's not a case of you can just up and leave. You need actual day-to-day techniques and tactics in how you are able to then do life with this person all whilst protecting yourself. For some people, it's actually a parent or a sibling. So that adds complexity. Um, to how you actually deal with such a narcissist because these are very complex relationships and again, very hard to sever, right? So how do you create a way of life, come up with tactics and, you know, ways for you to protect yourself from these hurtful individuals? We obviously covered the different descriptions um, and types of what a narcissist is. But narcissists can be difficult people to deal with. So their minds are limited in a way that prevents them from truly looking outside themselves, right? And their worlds are entirely limited to the internal while excluding the external. So their worlds revolve around themselves. And if anything happens, they are always the victim and you will always be wrong. So there are many forms of narcissism and you can go back to the first episode, the previous episode before this one, just to understand the different forms and types that I shared. And dealing with a narcissist can be both frustrating and potentially dangerous to your own mental and emotional health. However, there are a few basic practices that you can implement when dealing with just about any kind of narcissist. So again, I implore you to listen to my first episode on narcissism. But the first step in dealing with a narcissist um, is to identify, right, the person and whether they are truly a narcissist. Now, we need to be careful about throwing the word around. I know, again, nowadays, the word knock or narcissist is thrown around every time we deal with a difficult individual who is either vain or selfish, but that is not the true definition of what a narcissist is. So before you start tossing the word around, you need to remember that a lot of people have some narcissistic tendencies, but aren't necessarily narcissists. It's especially important to note that a diagnosis of narcissistic personality disorder, NPD, which is how I will also refer to it, does not mean someone is a narcissist. So by truly learning and understanding what a narcissist is, you'll become better equipped to avoid them in the first place and not forge any new relationships with people that are like that and rather deal with the ones that are already 
in your life and reduce the circle of narcissists in your life, so to say. So ask yourself if the person has an exaggerated sense of self-importance, because that's one of the main glaring, you know, um, signs of a narcissist, expects or demands constant praise and attention from other people and has little regard for the needs or feelings of others. The other things to look out for is do they act arrogantly or superior to other people? Do they believe that they are in some way special and that other people who are special can truly understand them and that you being normal or mediocre, you could never be on their level and therefore you can't understand them? And do they believe that people are envious of them? So I'm sure you've come across people who always think, I'm sure they're envious of me, or I have this car, I have this house. They're always trying to share the big things in their lives, uh, almost in a vain sort of way, and always think that anyone who doesn't have it is envious of them. They also take advantage of people to get what they want. So usually narcissists use people. They use people for an intended purpose. And once they're done with them, they will discard them. And when they need them again, they will lure them back in, use them again, and then discard them. And so it's this vicious cycle of using people and hurting people's feelings. And again, they don't see it because remember, they are special, they're superior, and you are lucky to be in their lives. So these are just some of those characteristics and signs that I'm sharing just so that you understand that before you deal with someone and, and call them a narcissist, you have at least identified some of these signs and that you stop attracting this kind of person, stop forging or entering into relationships with this kind of person. The next thing in dealing with a narcissist is to avoid mind games. A lot of narcissists play mind games that force you to constantly be on the defensive. So the best way to deal with these games is to recognize the game and stop playing it, right? To deal with a narcissist, you have to keep your ego out of the running. Stop trying to play the game. Just avoid it at all costs and don't entertain it. Part of the mind games is the blame game. Because they are always right, they will always find someone to blame. And if it's you, then you need to be able to set boundaries in terms of how you deal with that. Because narcissists tend to be really good liars, if you remember something very differently from them and it kind of puts them in a bad light, don't start doubting yourself and don't try to argue it. However, unless you have absolute empirical evidence that you're right, then maybe you can enter into a conversation with them. However, do not expect to win because you're not going to win. Um, and even then, a narcissist will manage to sort of turn it around so that it reflects well on them. Don't let that upset you. So when you enter into any sort of debate with them, expect that the outcome will almost always be about them being the winner and you lying and be okay with that, right? Be okay with walking away. And so my advice to you in dealing with a narcissist is try not to enter into any sort of arguments or debate because you will never win them. But should you have to, whether it's at work uh, because now you need evidence for something, then state your case once share the evidence and walk away. The last point on avoiding mind games with narcissists would be 
for you to remember that cultivating a non-responsive attitude is a powerful tool for yourself, right? You have to be non-responsive towards them. And if you have a narcissist in your life, there will always be jabs, right? They will always take jabs at you, try and put you down, lie uh, when they talk about you, and always try to paint you in, in a poor light, and be okay with that. Don't respond. because, And that is the power to dealing with a narcissist. When they know that they're trying to hurt you, but you don't react to it. You don't take it personally because you know who you are dealing with. The other way to deal with a narcissist is to understand that you are never going to please them. So if your relationship is that of manager, subordinate, or if you're reporting into um, a narcissist in any way, shape, or form... Just understand that whatever you do is never going to please them. And again, be content with that, right? Deliver the best to the best of your ability. And whether you get a pat on the back or praise is, is neither here nor there. Don't expect it. Just be aware that they don't give praise. They expect to receive praise. And so... Understanding that will help you in not getting hurt or taking anything personally. Also, even if you do your best, just understand that you will always fall short. And I think we set ourselves up for failure when we are doing life or dealing with a narcissist, where we, we expect them to see our efforts, our good hearts. They're never going to do that. And so the quicker we realize that these people are, again, internally focused and could never see the good in other people, the quicker, you know, we save ourselves from, from deep hurt and pain when it comes to them. The other thing is don't take criticism to heart. So I remember my boss, one of my narcissist bosses, um, would always give feedback in the most brutal ways possible, right? And I used to always take it to heart, maybe even shed a tear or two. And until I realized it wasn't about me, hurt people hurt people. And so maybe I was the outlet um, chosen for, for her to take it out on me, right? And so just again, that ability to rise above it all and not take it personally, right? And it's very difficult, especially if you need to to work with this with this person, live with this person, do life with this person. But I think the ability to just rise above it all and understand who you're dealing with. So it's important to also note that narcissists really feed off of people who are nice and lovely and don't like conflict and most importantly have either a low or not, or not a solid self-esteem. So one of the tactics or ways of dealing with a narcissist is to make sure you work on yourself. Build up your own self-esteem, right? So that you know when to walk away, so that you know when to smile and nod and listen and not respond. It all takes you being self-aware and, and building up your own self-esteem and self-regard to a place where whatever they say or do to you doesn't land, right? It goes over you and you can just continue to go on about your day without being impacted. But it, tells, it takes a certain level of self-esteem to get to that place. And, and so if you're stuck with a narcissist in your life that you cannot avoid because they are a family or you have to work with them, 
then you really need to work on your own self-esteem so that whatever they bring at you or throw at you will never impact you, right? Because you are so solid in your self-esteem, your self-regard, and you are so mindful of the situation and that you know you are not the problem. It's a, it's such a powerful place to be in where even they will get upset as to why they are not shaking you. <laughs> and so that's an important part of dealing with a narcissist, particularly those that you can't get rid of. You need to work on yourself first so that you can deal with them. It's also very important to set clear boundaries. Now, it's hard, especially if, for example, they're family and you always have to do things together. It's very hard, but there are ways in setting boundaries. And again, practice makes perfect. So if you have trouble saying no, you have to start practicing saying no. So Typically, narcissists always want to be the center of attention. They always want to be planning things. They always want to be in control. And so they overtake or, yeah, they overtake most situations, um, most events. You have the right and the power to say, no, I will not be showing up to that. No, I cannot do this project because I am overwhelmed with other work. So practicing the word no will also save you a lot of heartache where a narcissist is concerned. It's also important to find a support system. One thing that helped me in a particular relationship was finding out that other people around me were having trouble with the same person. And so before talking to that person on the phone, before visiting their home, I would speak to my support system, right, whether it's my husband, whether it's my sister or my mom, I would just tell them that I actually have to spend time with this person today, right? And then they would remind me, you are not the problem. Remember to say no. Walk away when it gets tough. Push back when you're being forced to do something, etc. It's important to have a support system because then you have someone to talk to to always sort of encourage you and to remind you uh, of these tactics that we're discussing today. In addition to this, having a support, a very good support system will really help you in dealing with a narcissist because dealing with one is emotionally draining and psychologically demanding. And so you need an outlet and you need those people that you can speak to you know, regularly, and they will understand exactly what you're talking about. It's also important to try and get professional help, especially if this narcissist is a spouse and maybe you can't leave and you have to live with them daily and they're causing you emotional turmoil. It's important to deal with a professional because this will help you navigate the challenges of dealing with this person daily. And if you can't get professional help, then find resources that will equip you and provide valuable insights on how you should manage them going forward. The other important thing is to set boundaries. Now, narcissists are very manipulative, right? They will try at all costs to get their way. One thing that has helped me is distance. Now, distance could mean not meeting them as regularly as they want to, not picking up the phone, not engaging, um, not oversharing anything in my life because they will always use that to sort of bring you down. So it's important to set boundaries in how you deal with the narcissist. Where do you start and stop 
when it comes to spending time with them, when it comes to sharing about yourself, and when it comes to doing anything. Once you set those boundaries, you need to enforce them and teach that person how to treat you. That actually, Lorraine is not available and she just, she knows her self-worth. I actually can't toy with her. Now, this is not to say they won't try, but they know for a fact that actually something's changed. There's some boundaries. They will always try to overstep those boundaries. And so you need to enforce them and continue to reinforce them as much as possible. A friend of mine once shared with me how she put into effect the setting of boundaries. And she was going through a divorce from a narcissistic spouse and she had to cut all communication ties. And that meant they would only speak through emails or via their lawyer. And again, this was a way of protecting herself. So if it also meant cutting out some of the family members, because even if they were good and they'd built re- good relationships with the family, they still had a connection to the person who used to hurt her. And so she made a choice to protect herself and she cut all ties. I liked that because that is you choosing yourself and actively enforcing a boundary. Limit communication if you can. Just reach out, entertain only when necessary. Try not to spend time with these people. Try not to invest time and effort. Do the bare minimum and walk away. This will be very important for your mental health because if you don't look after your mental health, they will leave you empty. Narcissists are very draining people. All they do is take and destroy. And you need to understand that so that you know exactly how to prepare for an engagement before you have that engagement. So if you're about to have a call with them, if you're about to go to an event with them, mentally prepare, understand where you will engage and where you won't, and make sure that you limit these kind of engagements with them to protect yourself and your mental health. And this particular point I'm about to share is was so helpful for me and I'm still a work in progress, particularly when I deal with a narcissistic relative, but you have to practice to keep calm. They will always try their best to infuriate you, to upset you, to hurt you. They will always try to bring you down in some way. Therefore, it's important to practice the art of remaining calm. Practicing skills like deep breathing, yoga, meditation, make it easier to remain calm and avoid reacting when interacting with someone who has NPD. Again, it becomes easier to remain calm when you practice or plan before an engagement with a narcissist because you know whatever they have said or that they may say your mind is already prepared for it well in advance. It may also help to anticipate how they may react to situations or what they may say in advance and already start preparing or practicing how to respond appropriately. The last and quite frankly the most important way to deal with the narcissist is to know when to walk away. When you know when to walk away, it's another form of you creating a boundary where you say, if this happens, I will not deal with this person, whether they are my boss, my husband or wife, 
my sister or brother or whatever the relationship may be. And whilst this is quite hard and moving on is hard, it's important to be able to decipher what that thing is, what that boundary is, and enforce it when the time comes. So some people with narcissistic personalities tend to also be verbally and emotionally abusive. And some of those signs are name-calling, insults, patronizing you, public humiliation, yelling or threatening you, signs of jealousy, accusations about you cheating or lying, etc. And other signs to watch out for in the other person include blaming you for everything that goes wrong, monitoring your movements or attempts to isolate you, telling you how you really feel and should feel as opposed to asking you, and routinely projecting their shortcomings on you, denying things that are obvious to you or attempting to gaslight you, and we spoke about this in the first episode, and trivializing your opinions and your needs. So at what point do you throw in the towel? And because every relationship has its ups and downs, right? It's important to be able to know when to leave a relationship. And if you're being verbally or emotionally abused, you really need to start to think about, should I be in this relationship? Even if there are tactics which we shared on how to deal with it, is it worth it in the long run for your mental well-being and your general well-being? So if you're feeling manipulated, controlled, if you're being physically abused, you have to walk away. And if the individual that has NPD or a narcissistic personality disorder shows signs of mental illness or substance misuse but won't get help for it, then there's nothing you are ever going to do to be able to deal with them. And that's another obvious sign for you to walk away. Your mental health and physical health are of the utmost importance and you cannot take that lightly for any relationship. As a final takeaway, I want to highlight that NPD is a serious mental health condition that can make building and maintaining healthy relationships very challenging. And so though navigating such a relationship with a person can be difficult, setting clear boundaries, building a strong support system like we spoke about, and practicing skills to remain calm and to respond appropriately may be beneficial. Keep in mind that it's also important to recognize when you need help and when it's time to step away from the relationship. I would love to hear your thoughts, your comments on this episode, and any input that you may have that could help some of our audience. Please do feel free to reach out and share your experiences or any feedback with regards to this episode. We are in the month of love, February, and so in the next episode, I'll be sharing something to do with self-love. And even in doing this, these episodes regarding narcissism, for me, it was important and it was a realization of the importance of self-love, right? Self-esteem, my own self-esteem, and loving myself to a point where no matter who I'm dealing with, no one has the power to hurt me or to bring me down. I look forward to sharing that episode with you as we celebrate the month of love. Thanks for tuning in today. If you liked or enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and your family and your network. Until next time, continue to level up.